0: Good morning. It is spring. Grass is getting green. Flowers are blooming. It's getting warmer. Fun to go out and enjoy nature. Unfortunately, the rivers are very high right now. Very cold and can be very dangerous. And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. River safety. Thank you for joining me with Coffee with Alan. Appreciate everybody that joins, says hi, shares these, and even watches the replays and comments on the replays, which I always try to get back and comment to those people too. So thank you. We are being positive this morning with the cup. And just going to talk a little bit about the river safety because unfortunately, people drown every year. And sadly, many of the drownings are little kids. If you're a parent of a smaller child, you must be careful around rivers, especially this time of year, because the rivers are so fast and so cold that going into one of those can be extremely dangerous. So if you're out picnicking, having fun, near a body of water, especially a fast moving river, you must pay closer attention to your kids and make sure you keep them safe. And if somebody does go into a river we don't want to just jump in after them. That's not a successful way to save someone. You can put both people in jeopardy. Now, I get it. A small kid goes in. You're a parent. You want to go in and get your kid. But somebody on the bank better have a rope or something else to try to get you both back in. Because to swim in such fast rivers very difficult. And if, unless you are highly trained and experienced with fast water it's gonna be a terrible time out in that stream. So having a rope and knowing how to use it can be prudent. There are a lot of different kinds of ropes in the throw bags for water rescue and river rescue. I don't know off the top of my head, which ones are the best. There are many of them out there. So you wanna do a little research if you want to invest in one of those. I do want to show a short video of just part of the video of some basics of how to use one of those throw bags to give you some information this morning. So hopefully this will work and you'll be able to see this video. And then there are a lot of other videos out on YouTube and on the internet that will help you learn to use a throw bag for water rescue. Let's see if this works. If it works, I'm gonna play part of this video just to give you some really basics.
1: The throw bags. We want to start uh, just talking about how to set up the throw bag. So, most of them will have a drawstring on them, and the drawstring is good to keep cinched down when you're transporting it to the bank location. Once you got it in the position to make your throws, loosen that drawstring all the way up, expand the top of the pouch. That'll allow your rope to freely play out of the bag. Then, you basically have a grab handle that's typically adjustable. I like to loosen these all the way up so, again, I don't have any encroachment on the bag itself or on the line, and it'll play out freely. the end of the line you're gonna have a knot make sure that you don't pass your wrist or your hand all the way through this and firmly attach this to your person you want to always be able to release a throw bag uh when it's under load and make sure that you don't get pulled into the river inadvertently there's three basic throwing methods we have underhand sidearm and overhand or football throw each one of those throws uh, are effective for different scenarios different environments and different applications so in my opinion Uh, And with me as a thrower, the football throw or the overhand throw is a short controlled throw. It's got a high to low trajectory. So it's a great throw to use from watercraft for shorter throws. Or if you're on an area of the bank where either you're standing in water or you've got a lot of brush around you um, and and obstacles and debris where you've got to get over that stuff and clear it to get to the victim. That's where I'm going to use a football or overhand throw. If I need a little more distance, but I still have that same environment. Throwing from a watercraft or a lot of ground debris or brush, then I'm gonna use a sidearm throw. Sidearm throws are all about the release points. So you get a, a high side arc, and you gotta make sure that when you release the bag, it's on a good angle going towards the victim. When we're throwing a victim's coming down current, we wanna try and throw right at them. Don't try and lead them. If you end up upriver from them a little bit, uh, it's not the end of the world because typically the bag is gonna travel faster than the victim and it's gonna end up at the victim. You can also always coach a victim to stay in that defensive swimming position and backpedal hard or kick hard to kind of hold position, let that bag catch up to them. Conversely, if you, <coughs> if you try to lead them, <coughs> excuse me, if you try to lead them and the bag ends up downriver from them, they're gonna try and chase the bag, which is gonna put them into a forward aggressive downward river swim. And that's one of the most hazardous swim positions we can stay in. So avoid that. Make the victim your target. The last throw uh, application is an underhand throw. For underhand throws, we need to be able to have low clearance and be able to freely swing that bag. Again, release point is everything. You don't want to get a real high arc on the bag unless you have to to clear something. The higher up the bag gets in the air, the longer it takes to get to the victim, the more the wind can shift it off target, so on and so forth. So nice low trajectory when you release it. Our objective is to always get the bag past the victim and have the rope basically end up right on top of the victim. The next thing we want to discuss is what we do, uh, how we coach the victim through securing the rope. We're big advocates uh, of encouraging people to tell the victim to take the rope and put it on their inside shoulder, meaning the shoulder that is closest towards the middle of the river, not the bank. If you lock in on the bank shoulder and you've got really significant current, the first thing that will happen is typically the victim will roll over. They'll end up on their bellies and they'll take a face full of water. That's a bad position to put your victims in. Uh, the opposite of that is coaching them to put it on that, that inside river sh- shoulder or the shoulder towards the middle of the river. As soon as they lock that in, that sets a natural ferry angle of their head towards the receiving bank, and the current's going to naturally push them right towards you. Uh, remember your body blade techniques? So once they receive that, We want to make sure that we pass the rope around our rear end and our lower back so that the rope is playing off of our downriver hip. We don't want the rope wrapped around our upriver hip because it can get ensnared and pull us into the river. We want to make sure that we can release it if need be. So we'll go through each of these progressions and let you see step by step what each of these look like.
0: I hope that was a little good introduction for people. I'm not gonna play the entire video. It gets into ads and we'd have to watch the ads and skip the ads and some of that. But there are a lot of good videos on YouTube and the internet that will teach you some survival and rescue and water safety practices and techniques. Those are awesome. If you can actually go to a live class and learn from an instructor and practice, that's even better. That might be hard for some people, but you can learn an awful lot watching the videos and then go practice some with the bag that you end up purchasing. And if you're not a water person, okay, maybe you're not gonna worry about this as much. But if you spend a lot of time with water recreation and in rivers, boating, canoeing, swimming, fishing, whatever, especially if you go toward faster waters, Learn some of these techniques, buy some of the gear to keep you and those that you're with safe, or maybe it's even a complete stranger happens to go into the water and you're there with the knowledge and the gear to save a life. So if you spend a lot of time around rivers, invest a little bit of time, invest a little bit of money on the education and equipment that will keep you and others safe. Dixon says, maybe take up rock, rock climbing to learn better how rope handling works. And there are a lot of great courses and there's stuff on YouTube and videos and such that will help you with ropes, rock climbing, knots, all of those kind of things too. The one great thing about the internet and YouTube, there is a ton of education out there. I mean, you could spend your time watching babies, cats, dogs, and young girls jiggling around in bikinis, or you could invest your time in actual education on YouTube and learn a lot of skills, including life-saving skills, such as that video we were just watching now. So I encourage everyone, especially those that like to have recreation in water areas to invest a little time and maybe a little bit of money in the gear to keep yourself, your family, and everyone else in your proximity more safe and you be prepared to save a life if you have to. That's what I wanted to share today. I hope everybody be positive, have a fantastic Tuesday, and we'll catch you tomorrow.